Previously on What Would Millennials Do? Special guest Pickle is about to head off on a corona cruise just as COVID-19 starts to explode around the world. Tune in to this week's episode for the reveal what happened to Pickle. Jared, how you doing, mate? <laughs> mate, didn't know you had a special intro uh, guest just to do the introduction. Yeah, so I actually hired a professional voice actor um, from Hollywood to do a 30-second um, <laughs> recap for us. I think that guy used to be on Law & Order. They've got, a, they've got a lot of spare time on their hands because there's no one going to the cinema at the moment. Yeah, and I guess it would be impossible to record a TV show at the moment because well, it would be very hard to film people if the entire scene needs to have every actor 1.5 metres apart. <laughs> <laughs> Certain scenes just wouldn't have the same, the same impact. <laughs> uh, if everyone had to socially distance themselves. Exactly. But, um, but we did talk about Pickle uh, on our previous, uh, one of our previous episodes about coronavirus. Um, yeah. So, so it's only fair to give our listeners an update on uh, what happened did he board the cruise? Did he pull out of the cruise? Um, yeah, so on our um, uh, episode, a couple of episodes ago, it was about a month ago, I think, um, we talked about COVID-19 and as, as it was starting to rise throughout the world. And um, for those who didn't listen to that episode, one of our good friends, Pickle, was about to go on a cruise and was talking about how his family couldn't be persuaded not to go. He was obviously concerned um, for them more so than himself, because he's a bit younger, so he didn't think that he was as susceptible. Um, although we now know that it, you know, it can actually affect anybody, um, even though the percentages might not uh, might not um, affect the younger people that much. Um, anyway, so he did go on the cruise. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, meant to be an international cruise. I really enjoyed but... his hashtags. Everything he took a picture of, he put hashtag Corona Cruise. Yeah, he really, really bought into it. It's not the best advertising slogan that I've seen. Um, but Wasn't the official yeah. hashtag of the cruise? I don't believe. It definitely was not. <laughs> I don't think they. I don't think they appreciated uh, his. Um, yeah, his his advertising. But um, unsurprisingly, <laughs> the cruise ended up not being able to dock in any country because basically, in the days that he started to travel um as we know the coronavirus kind of grew at an exponential rate and um he was meant to go to new caledonia and new zealand and all the rest of it he ended up spending about 10 days just roaming international waters (laughs) before he could dock back in sydney and uh to the surprise of absolutely nobody um a few people on the cruise had COVID-19 and then that spread throughout the cruise. Um, he luckily and his family were okay. They weren't, they've had, they've had, they were in isolation, they were tested and they were okay. But, um, it really goes to show that, uh, this, this, um, pandemic is, is, uh, frightfully, frightfully contagious. Really. Yeah. It's good to give an update on the situation. Um, pickles in particular, you know, one of our, our few guests on the show went through, um, but yeah, since that episode, a lot of the world's gone on to sort of, uh, yes, social, well, isolation and, and almost lockdown in terms of not being able to go out unless you're going for essentials and being 
um, yeah, forced to, to try and stay within your household members so that it doesn't increase the spread. Um, but now I guess society's just moved into a completely different place and we're all sort of missing the, the liberties we had and it's probably driving people a bit crazy. Yeah, it really is. I think it, it, it really helps you understand how much we've taken things taken some things for granted or people are starting to realize that um it's obviously the every, everyday things like catching up with your friends and um going to the gym um just going to a bar to have a drink you know going to a restaurant to sit down and have a meal um something you'd really take for granted and then um on a somewhat more positive note it's really shining a positive light on on some industries which again i'd feel i feel get taken for granted um like hospitality industries like um teachers and um, um, those working in, in medicine and hospitals just um, really showing that these are the you know the most essential um, parts of society big one yeah and uh, yeah thinking about hospitality I mean the weather's been phenomenal in in London since the lockdown today I think it's like 20 degrees and there's been mm. all these notes about telling people don't go out and sunbathe and everything but I think people are just looking forward to getting back to normal life, but we've got to we've got to stay strong for a bit. Yeah. But personally, um, um, I've got to say, when when things get back to normal, because obviously I've moved over here um, to the other side of the world from Oz, and a big mm. reason for that is to be able to you know travel around Europe. Um, yeah. When when I please, so looking forward to getting back into that sort of thing, and and you realize you didn't spend enough. Well, maybe it's. It's not that you didn't spend enough time doing stuff, but once it's taken away from you, you just can't wait to get back to that moment where you just go out for a, a drink or sit in a park and, and uh, in the sun chatting with some mates. Yeah, there was um, a tweet from um, the New South Wales uh, police force today. And you know, obviously they're, they're trying to really um, enforce these uh, lockdown laws and isolation laws and social distancing laws. And the t- tweet was, uh, just in case anyone is confused, sinking tins in the park does not count as essential <laughs> exercise. <laughs> I repeat, sinking tins in the park does not count as essential <laughs> exercise. I mean, you could argue you're doing a bicep curl um, if your beverage is large enough and you're, you're doing the curl motion as you are. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you, you've got to get a long neck for that. <laughs> you've got to get a long neck. <laughs> or maybe like a magnum champagne and just... <laughs> That's probably, you know, a long neck beer is probably the closest to a dumbbell a lot of people have at home and all the gyms are closed at the moment. So I wonder what everyone is going to be in interesting shape when they get out because on one (laughs) one hand, you won't have been maybe going out and um, excessively partying as much. But on the other hand, you've got no exercise and you can become pretty lazy, right? Just start eating junk food. I reckon reckon post-COVID, hopefully, which is sooner rather than later, but there's going to be a big jump in... You know, obviously exercise, gym, nutrition, probably physios as well because people would have cooked themselves trying to exercise in, Ooh, yeah. um, Actually, in, in home situations. Post-COVID world, it's almost like whether it's temporary or permanent, there will be a new order. And people Absolutely. are probably thinking now, so I'm getting so many ads for mm. resistance bands. Not mate, same. Um, and some of them, are, home I think, are, are scams. But um, yeah. you know, people are going to take advantage of this and and create businesses that uh, will either temporarily be used by people post COVID, during COVID, um, mm. either either permanently or 
or temporarily um yeah i mean so there's a negative side of it so like you mentioned actually i had a friend of mine who bought some resistant fans um from like an instagram ad and then when he went to check up on the um tracking or whatever the website had gone and so like it was a legit scan yeah then he had to um contact his bank to get a refund and all the rest of it but not all of it will be negative. I reckon there's going to be some influx of really positive new businesses, like things that we can't even imagine, um, as well as a big boost in, in things like hospitality because people will be just itching to, to get back into you know the bar scene or the travel scene or um, all these things which we've taken for granted and, and haven't been able to, um, mm. yeah, to do anymore. So, that yeah, a cool, like a so, nice funky bar would be a nice like yeah i mean i think like um we got we got to figure out what the what the next business is going to be that we can jump on and maybe starting our own bar would be <laughs> would be an option right now everybody is everybody's starting their own podcasts cuz <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're stuck at home and it's, <laughs> it's it's actually a perfect isolation activity i mean we're doing this 10,000 kilometers away from each other <laughs> In between London and Sydney. Well, on the topic of starting bars, I went to a bar last year, um, a wine bar, and it was called The Humble Grape. Right? So it's sounds... Solid name for a bar. It's a very, it's a very British um, bar name, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's, all, it's always Humble like Grape. a pub is like the something head or the old something inn or whatever. Mm. But uh, this one, The Humble Grape, it was, it was a nice little place. had a had a few different selection of wines, but it got mm. me thinking and I actually went into work the next day and I, I said, Hmm, I'm going to make up <laughs> another similar, similarly named bar because the humble grape just sounds cool. Right. Yeah. So I, I made a decision to tell my colleagues that I went to a bar called the narcissistic chair. Oh, that's a good name for a bar. That <laughs> sounds like an edgy cocktail and bar. You know what honestly, I mean? Honestly. Yeah. They, they wanted to know where this bar was because they wanted to go just based on the name. <laughs> so you've already done it, mate. You've already started this business. Okay. We're going to be rolling in the cash when we start the narcissistic chair. Is it a London-based bar or a Sydney-based bar? Well, it, it could be multinational. It could, hey, be, it could be a chain. Yeah. Mm. So We could be the Starbucks of small bars. <laughs> <laughs> the narcissistic chair. Can you imagine if the narcissistic chair was one of the biggest businesses in the world? <laughs> Let's make that dream a reality. Um, but it, it makes you think that there's a way to create like a funky bar, you know, the humble grape, the narcissistic chair, the uh, hidden cupboard. I don't know. I'm just looking around my room. It's got to be like yeah. almost a descriptive word and then a thing. And they don't even yeah. have to be related. Like mm. hidden cupboard makes sense. or like Hidden cupboard's good. It does sound like a, it sounds like a small underground bar. You know what I mean? Like... Oh no, mate! Pretty... The hidden the hidden cupboard is a seven story extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Um, the cupboard no, I think under the stairs. It. I think you just you just need an adjective, and then you need a thing. Like a lot of the time, it's like um, yeah. it's like adjective a... noun combo. <laughs> adjective noun combo. Um, what else is there? Adjective nouns definitely a thing. Um, like the hidden cupboard of quality. Um, it's often, it's often, um, two, <laughs> two nouns with an and as well, right? Go on. Um, um, like, uh, let me think. So, 
like the spoon in the shrub. You know what I mean? Like just two random objects um, can be put together as well. But I like adjective noun better. So hidden cupboard's a good one. What else? What else do you think we could we could come up with? Well, bringing a bit of you know animal type flavor into it, you could go for something like the risk averse penguin. <laughs> That actually sounds like a TV show that I'd actually. You know what? Yeah, that sounds true. like Pingu. Have you seen Pingu? <laughs> Pingu, yeah. But he was quite risk-seeking, I think. <laughs> he had a lot of adventures. <laughs> risk-seeking Pingu. penguin. Yeah, we may get sued by Pingu, but <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, all right, let me let me try something here. Right. So, would would the adjective noun <laughs> like the name? the adjective noun be one as well (laughs) (laughs) it's like quite meta (laughs) (laughs) that actually would work well but um i've just i've just gone to a random adjective generator and i've got a list of 10 adjectives right okay and i've gone to a random object or random noun generator (laughs) and i've got 10 of those so what i want you to do is i want you to give me two numbers like five between one and ten each right so like yeah. five and two yeah and then i will give you the fifth adjective on my list and the, you know whatever you, whatever numbers you give me and we'll see we'll see what these all right all right <laughs> cover next. so let's go two and four two and four the popular pocket watch <laughs> oh, not mate, bad. That's <laughs> amazing <laughs> That's amazing. Two and four. Can you actually do me a favor that, as you read this out? Can you write down the numbers so that you don't repeat? So you can you can say two again, but it has to be the second column. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna rely on my memory, but nah, because they're gonna it's gonna be a lot, right? Well, it's gonna be ten. But um. Okay. I'll tell so, you what. The wait. popular pocket watch. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> These are gonna be so good, mate. I love the popular pocket watch because you've got like a hyphenated word as well. <laughs> Mate, you got a hyphenated word, you got an alliteration. It's just. And that was. Uh, PP Dub. Com- All right. All right, okay. try again. Okay, <laughs> try again. It's <laughs> like I failed, mate. That was Round a banger. Two. About as Round two. Round does a banger. Get. It's all downhill from okay. that. All right, let's go for one and six. One and. Oh, mate. One and six is. One, two, three, four, four. <laughs> So one in six is the dapper basketball. Mm. So mm. started it started it's, off well. You know with, what? If we with didn't dapper. start with a popular pocket watch, yeah, I'd have been dapper basketball. <laughs> you could have a good themed sports bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like instead of like a bogan sports bar or redneck sports bar, you've got like a cool suave sports bar. You could have the chairs that are made out of like basketball material. Material. Yeah. Like not material. Like it looks like you're sitting on a basketball. <clears throat> And uh, there's, 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 um, there's potential for that, but I'm still loving the popular pocket watch. All right, what else have you got, mate? So we've done two down. Okay. Cross let's, them off. Let's go for nine and three. Nine and three, the inner balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I think. No good. I think. I no think good. that's how people smuggle things across borders. Um, <laughs> so maybe not. <laughs> it All would right. be a good name for like a very drug-friendly bar. <laughs> Maybe in Berlin or something. So if we do go worldwide, um, that could be... All right, next okay. one up. Eight and eight. Eight and eight, okay. 
This is a good one. Uh, the imperfect desk. <laughs> okay, good. let me just have like a think. It. Would anything have? Would the imperfect pocket watch have been better? Would the dapper pocket watch been better? No, I think the dapper not. pocket watch is anything with dapper works well, except mm. for basketball apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, five and ten. One, two, three, five. This one. Okay, I want you to try and explain to me what the theme in this bar is or why it's called this. And I, I've got an idea for it, but um, we're about to head off to the mysterious pair of binoculars. Mysterious pair of binoculars. That's where we're going tonight. <laughs> that is good. So this, to me, sounds like um, an escape room kind of bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's basically meant to be like a Sherlock Holmes-style themed thing. It's exactly what I think. I think Cluedo, you know. I yeah, think we're basically yeah, going to exactly. solve a mystery while getting lit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mysterious pair of binoculars. Alright, what else we got? Okay, four and one. <laughs> I would 100% go to this bar. The fretful chicken. <laughs> I tell you what, this sounds like a sister bar to the risk averse penguin. <laughs> They're both quite... They're, they're uh, both, yeah, they're a bit anxious about it. They're both birds that don't fly much. <laughs> Maybe they can fly, but they're just not, they're just not um, confident they're enough to take the risk. They're fretful and risk averse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, next okay. one. How many, how many left have we got? Three or four, right? Four. We've got three. Let's go three and two. Oh, mate. Okay, now... I'm going to switch this up. I almost guarantee, not guarantee, but I would not be surprised if there's an actual bar called this. That's a huge call. Huge call. I'm going to get ready to Google it. Three and two, right? Yeah. The old rubber duck. (laughs) (laughs) That's a quality name. The old rubber duck. Uh... No. It doesn't no. exist yet. No, there are bars which have... You can get a shot from a rubber duck. Rubber duck <laughs> there's a small rubber duck above the symbol above the door, but it's not called the old rubber duck. Mm. Well, that's... um, That's a missed opportunity if I've ever heard one. <laughs> it's got potential. All right, next one down. Are these all sort of like bird-themed <laughs> nouns? No, we've had a chicken and a rubber duck. Look, penguin yeah, was penguin. your one, mate. That wasn't True. from this list. Okay, uh, what have we got? So let's go ten and five. <laughs> okay, the alert rolling pin. Not feeling it. Uh, yeah, alert. Yeah. Rolling. It might be like a chef kind of bar. You know what I mean? Like, but I don't know. Like a bakery kind of thing. Okay, what else you got? Uh, six and seven. Good start on six. <laughs> oh, this is a banger. Um, six and seven uh, gets you the majestic shirt button. Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's actually a bar called uh, in Sydney called um, Shirt Bar, and I'd much prefer to go to the majestic shirt button. <laughs> oh, man. It's almost like... That's just a shirt bar, but this is a majestic shirt button. <laughs> Man, I guarantee you, like, post-COVID, if I just said to my friends, hey, we're going to go to this new bar, um, 
It's in like Surrey Hills. It's called the Majestic Shared Button. They'll be down. There's a bar called Button Bar. There's a bar called Shared Bar. <laughs> Why would you not go to the Majestic Shared Button? Is there it's a like majestic... the best of both. Um, all right. What else we got? Last one. Seven and nine. Seven and nine. Five, six, seven. Oh, the Talented Bow. Mm. Talented Bow. I think, I think it's got potential because that could be like a bow is in like a bow tie or yeah. it could be a bow is in like the bow of a ship or something I don't know um, so you could talented is a very very good adjective for a bar name though I like the majestic shirt button and what was the first one the something pocket watch mate the first one the popular pocket watch Pop- absolutely <laughs> um, the pop- mate the popular is a good name because you're basically telling people your bar is yeah. popular yeah, well, that's why I also like the talented or the majestic as well. Like, it just implies that it's good, right? Mm. Um, the talented rubber duck would have been a banger too. <laughs> <laughs> or how about <laughs> the talented basketball? It's like, isn't the talented basketball player? Or is the basketball itself talented? All right, so I think, I mean, I think the first one was the best. I agree with you. The popular pocket watch is going to be the name of our small bar post-COVID. Right, mate. So, just as a side note, I have a, I have a question for you. What do you What are you doing to keep yourself busy in isolation now that you can't do regular activities, socializing, traveling, like anything like that? Mate, really getting into the online gaming uh, again, uh, back with people, and obviously a lot of FaceTimes, pub quizzes, but then taking time out to get a lot of books in, trying to read a bit more because you always want to read good. more and never get the time. I got on that. I got on that. I bought a, a PS4, as you know, a month ago to prepare myself for lockdown, getting into the FIFA gaming with you and that. Um, and yeah, doing, doing reading as well. Um, as you know, my, my sister owns a secondhand bookstore in Sydney. Um, and she uh, obviously can't have as many people into the store. So she's doing this like personality based book bundles where you do like a little quiz and then based on the results of the quiz and how you answer questions, you'll put together a set of books kind of tailored to you and then ship it anywhere in Australia. So um, I've been getting onto that, a few of my friends as well, um, which is a nice touch to actually spend some time off a screen and into some pages. Nice one, yeah, and it's a good opportunity to support a small business at this tough time when they can't have people uh, going and browsing the bookstore. So check her out at the Bookplate Bookshop. Uh, on Facebook and yeah grab yourself a bundle of five books chosen for your personality if we then say we've used we've exhausted many many options in thinking about a future potential business as in we've generated 10 adjectives and 10 things Um, (laughs) we matched the first one based on a random number and we have the popular pocket watch yeah (laughs) what do we need to consider when we definitely open this bar in a post-COVID world because bars may not be the same if, or, or people may not want to act the same in bars. Do, do we need to bring something different in the popular Well, I think that by and large, people want to go back to what there was, right? So if there is a vaccine or, or whatever else it is and, and, you know, we know that we're safe again to interact like that, I think bars will again go back to being the same that they were before. Um, but what else do we need to consider? I think just general hygiene. I don't know. What else do we need to consider to make this bar appropriate? Yeah, maybe people will just go back. 
But then if we say, well, what, what is a popular pocket watch? Do we theme it around pocket watches? Does everyone get a pocket watch when they enter that has been completely sanitized and it then <laughs> gives them a timer to check out different parts of the bar? Or the happy know. hours Ooh. based on the individual watch that they get? And they that, can swap. Like Ooh, that. you get a pocket that watch I and like. it says, for the next this many minutes, you were in the happy hour of gin. And if you don't mm. like gin, you need to meet someone else and swap with them. Mate, that's actually a good idea. But that that just makes it sound like a singles bar then. It's like really forcing the... Mm, interaction. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. which can be a good thing, but also can be a bad thing if people just want to go there and hang out with their friends. Mm. I think what you just do is you have the pocket watches with different happy hours for each one. And so someone will walk in, they'll get one. And they'll be like, oh, i got to wait for like 45 minutes to get to my happy hour. So kind of like... It like <laughs> Keeps pot commits everybody. Yeah, it pot commits everybody to the bar. That's cool, and, and we can we can randomly generate the times. To be fair, yeah, like exactly. To be fair. And then and then you can put like different like specials and stuff in different watches, like depending on the competition and stuff. Mate, this is a good bar idea. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a very popular bar. Well, thank you everyone for listening in to the last episode of What Would Millennials Do? We now have other <laughs> fish to fry. <laughs> the frying fish. Fish to fry. <laughs> <laughs>